Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Be a fucking shark. Hey there and welcome to another episode. In this episode, we are joined by Enrico Incarnati, who is a videographer, published photographer, and personal trainer of video content for fitness coaches. We discuss what it means to be a fucking shark, taking action instead of trying to be perfect, and more. Let's jump into it. Hi, Matt. There we go. What's going on, everybody? Hello. Hey. Rico, do you know? Do you know Matt? I don't. Uh, to be honest, I don't. Negative. This Matt first. Matt Pitt. Matt Larpit and Rico Incarnati. Wow, that is the that that should have been filmed. We should, that should have been part of the that needs to be part of the podcast now. <laughs> That's that how we're gonna start elegant. this bad boy. <laughs> I love it. Was was that? Did I say that correctly? Was that? That good? was that was beautiful. Okay. That, that was the best. Beth, was that like a, how long did you have to practice that? I didn't. Um, <laughs> no. All right. Fantastic. Uh, I didn't. I didn't practice at all. I just got That's the, uh, the zhuzh. <laughs> the, like the inflection and everything was perfect. Awesome. I know, you know, Enrico is, is Italian. So, um, 93% yeah. to be exact. Yeah. 93, but who's, who's, who's tracking? <laughs> <laughs> don't say espresso. Yeah. Don't. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. So, espresso. Espresso. Okay. Espresso. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure to meet you. Excited to talk with likewise. you. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Thank you. For yeah. sure. Um, Matt and I met on TikTok. He's my yeah. TikTok husband. I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, we decided to start a podcast together. That's awesome. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. I love that. I see. I see you guys like go live here and there on TikTok. So it's it's super cool mm-hmm. that you guys like took that and then translated it to this. That's super cool. Yeah. That's exactly how it started. We used to do a week. Well, we still do a weekly live. We haven't been doing it recently mm-hmm. because we've been so busy, but we started by doing a weekly mm-hmm. live together. And then uh, we were getting tagged in each other's content so much. Um, and then people were like, you, you, you know, Beth is the female version of you or, you know, so it's like, so we, they kind of spoke, our fans kind of spoke it into existence, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Oh yeah. So Enrico, let's yes. chat about, let's chat about you. This is yeah. You. So what's been going on? Why don't we uh, have you tell everyone um, who you are and what you're all about? Yeah, uh, that's a long-winded question. Um, <laughs> I mean, where, where do we want to start? Well, um, like I how I got... with, like, yeah, how to like how you got to where you are right now? Yeah, you know, with, with your group and everything. Yeah, um, so that's a phenomenal question. Um, so. We'll take it all the way back to even middle school um, to where all I right. never, I never even wanted to be a videographer, never wanted to be a uh, mentor to other fitness coaches. Like this was never supposed to be my, my life. Uh, my life was supposed to be a pediatrician um, and going down the whole medical route. And probably even today, I'd probably still be in medical school. Um, wow. And so this was my identity all the way from middle school through high school and then even um, beginning of college, and then it finally stopped. Um, and so the reason I like telling the story is because it's just because I love giving context as to where I was um, supposed to be and what mm-hmm. my trajectory of life was going to be. And just to show that, like, no matter where you are in life, you can always change gears. Um, and so for me, at a young age, I was always... I was always intrigued by the medical field, especially like with being a doctor. Um, when I would, whenever I would go, I always thought it was fascinating how doctors, specifically pediatricians, could relate to kids, right, with like scary things like getting a shot or you know this is wrong. And uh, it, it was something for me that I was always fascinated by because I was always very 
very intrigued by how they were able to speak to kids um, and, ma- and make medical concepts seem really, really simple and like make it seem fun to go to the doctor, going to the doctor, I fucking hate it. Um, so just <laughs> even still to stay fucking, I avoid it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so that was something for me that like, I wanted to make that experience fun for kids too. Um, and I, I, I had set out to be a doctor ever since, like I said, seventh, eighth grade. Um, and even high school, this is really where I took more shape with it. And this is something that I've shared too. Uh, so in, in freshman year of co- uh, high school, we have this thing called the explore test uh, for my school district. And then the, the next year was the PSAT. And then the, the year after that junior year was the ACT and then senior year SAT, right? So those, um, those, those tests you could take. So mm-hmm. the explore test, on freshman year was mainly a career exploration test, right? Those were the tests that like you'd have to rate on a scale of like, well, how much do you enjoy painting? Right. Like, or do you enjoy going for walks? Like little things like that. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. for me, I always answered those in a way I'm like, okay, how would a doctor answer this? Not how Enrico would answer this. How would Mm. a doctor answer this? The main reason is because I wanted those test results to show I'm supposed to be a doctor. Like it's supposed Mm. to lead me towards this route. So I could go home and show my dad that it was social proof that this is what I was supposed to do. Right. Right. It was for his validation. Um, And that's very key. That's why I wanted to say that as well. And Mm -hmm. so sophomore year um, still took on like that identity that I'm going to be a doctor. Like I did the same things, ACT, fucking bomb the ACT, by the way, um, like pfft, completely bomb that one. And, and, and then junior year is when I, when I really started to go more full force in the medical field, I took, um, certified nursing, uh, class and I became a certified nurse's assistant at 17, um, and took oh, like, wow. and took, a AP like chemistry honors, um, anatomy and physiology, by the way, fucking hate chemistry to this day. will always hate chemistry. Anyone who takes yeah. chemistry, I love that for you. I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so that was something for me that I just, I didn't enjoy it, but it was something that I'm like, oh, I have to do this because this is what doctors have to do. Right. Like it's, it, 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 it didn't, it didn't feel right. Um, mm-hmm. what, with what I was doing. Cause I'm like, I, I don't, I don't enjoy this. Right. And it slowly became more and more of my dad's thing as opposed to what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally even at like 17, 18, right. Like my dad would rave about me to his friends and like his other, um, his other like close, close colleagues of like, this is my son, like Enrico, the doctor. Right. It's like, I became more so like Enrico, the doctor, as opposed to like Enrico, just being Luigi's son. Right. That's my mm-hmm. father's name is Luigi. Right. Um, and so it, for, for me, that was always like a really weird identity. Cause I'm like, I'm nowhere near being a doctor. Like I haven't even gone through like prerequisites for like med school and, you know, pre-med and I'm like, you're already labeling, labeling me as a doctor. And so it was a lot of expectation. And so it became, like I said, more of his thing than mine. And so, um, freshman year of college rolled around and this is when I rolled in health sciences of, um, at, at DePaul university. And again, I was faced with like chemistry class again, I fucking hated it. Um, and like we took lab labs, I know labs were on labs were Mondays, like for an hour to two hours at night. And absolutely hated them after that i would go to the gym because i'm like i'm so sick of this this health science shit like i don't even want want to do this anymore um and eventually i had to tell my father i didn't but Mm. before that i saw a piece of content on instagram from gary vaynerchuk that hits me to this day and it was talking about how i would rather you take the next two to three years of it being weird with your parents for not appeasing them and doing what you want, as opposed to resenting them for the next 80, because you did what they wanted you to do. Right. And so for me that like hit immediately and I'm like, Oh God, I'm like, I need to tell, I need to tell my father. Um, 
And it, there was really no easy way. Like I just had to rip the bandaid off. And I told him like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and he's like, okay, cool. So now what? Right. And rightfully so, because he's like, well, we're paying X amount of money for you to be in school here. Um, like, why should we keep you here? And I'm like, you're right. Like, that's very justified. I, I wouldn't keep me there as well. Um, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure it out. Right. That's always been my motto in life is like, if I don't know something, if I, if I struggle with it, and even to this day, this is why, like, I struggle even asking for help is because I'm so independent. I've, I've been that since a young age. Um, like I, I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. Right. And so I defaulted to a communications major. Uh, like I took a journalism class. I took like these like these really basic classes, nothing medical related. And this was, this was a hard period of my life just because it was a real identity shift. Like I had lost all sense of who I was and I had been built up for so many years as like, I'm going to be Enrico, like the doctor. And now I'm like, I don't know who the fuck I'm going to be, you know? Right. And it's like, it's like, even though I know I'm going to figure it out still in the back of my mind, like what society tells you is like, it's like, you're in college. Like you need to figure it the fuck out. Like you need to figure right. out what you're going to do. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm at this place in my life in college where everybody has it figured out seemingly. And I don't. And I'm like, I am so behind. I'm fucked. It's like and, you're stressing yourself out. You're like, Oh my God, I need to figure it out. What am I going to be? Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a lot of pressure because a lot of people around me, like they knew exactly what they wanted to do. And I'm like, this is, this is tough. Like even, even at the time, like, uh, like my, my dad compared me to my girlfriend at the time who was like, well, she has it all figured out. Like she knows exactly what she's wanting to do. Um, like she was in honors accounting and everything and like compared me to that. And I'm just like, yeah, you're right. Like, fuck, like I'm piece of shit. Like, I'm like, like you, 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 right. And so again, I say that because like, that's when I hit a really fucking low point, um, just in my life and in my career overall. Um, and like, I just was in a really dark place. And like, I just, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know who I was. Um, and like during this time is when I lived in Lincoln park in Chicago. Um, so going to school and everything. And I just, I, I didn't feel like I belonged. I didn't feel like I knew anyone. I didn't feel like anyone could relate to me. I felt like just the odd one out, right? Right. Like even when I went to my, like, even when I went to work, like at my school's gym, um, I, I felt like everybody else knew what they wanted to do. Like they were talking about like, Oh, I'm going to do these internships. I'm going to do this, that and everything. And I'm like, it's amazing. Like I thought I knew what I want to do and I don't. Um, and this point in my life is so, so I have this tattoo on me. It says, it says F-O-R-Z-A, it says Forza, which means strength in Italian. Um, mm -hmm. And it's there specifically for a reason, because at this point in my life is when um, I attempted suicide because I was just so done with everything. I never thought I could ever live up to my father's expectations of me ever again. Um, and I just felt that I couldn't show myself or my face to my family because I'm like, they had built me up and they had labeled me as this and I, nothing I will ever do will ever surmount to that. Right. Will ever surmount to what I was supposed to be. And so it, it's just, it was, I, I say that because like, that was like the rock bottom for me. Right. Yeah. And so now on the, out, the other side of it, um, is I, I would go to the gym. Like for me, the gym was my outlet. Like it was just everything for me. I really connected with it, working out, getting, getting my nutrition in. Right. Like this is, this is something too, for most people who are listening is like, when there's a lot of shit going on in your life that you can't control, what can you control? And for me, it was like, I can control what I ate. I could control how much output I was, I was putting into the gym and like focusing on that. I could focus on like the daily things or like every single day, like going to class, um, newsflash, I would skip class to go do, take photos and take videos. Cause I enjoyed that more. Um, <laughs> but like, for me, I was looking at like, okay, well, what can I actually like control right now in this moment? Right. And just focusing even on the simple stuff. And for me, it was that. And 
And during this time is when I would follow more people on YouTube and Instagram who were in the fitness space. Uh, anyone who's listening, if you know, like Christian Guzman, he's the owner of Alfleet Athletics, Max Tuning, like they, they do YouTube and everything. And mm-hmm. I related to them so heavy because Christian specifically, he never went. I mean, he went to school, but he dropped out because he did this YouTube thing, right? He started vlogging. And I was always called to that. Like that always felt appealing to me. Um, not from a sense of like how most people are like, oh, I want to do this and then do it for an hour. And then they're like, fuck this, I want to quit. Like I did this and I'm like, oh, I want to do this because this feels like something I can do long term. Mm-hmm. And so literally later that that weekend, uh, hang on, no, no, sorry. Uh, let me step back. So during that time, I would talk about like fitness tips on my Snapchat story at the time. And um, I'll never forget it. Like I was, I was making a video in my apartment gym about something, I think intermittent fasting and how I would, how would, how I would have like amino acids for my fasted cardio. Cause it helped with this bullshit thing. Um, and, yeah. Like I'm like, I'm so smart. And so, and, and so at the time, um, it was, it was a really, really cool moment because, um, my girlfriend at the time was like, why don't you like make YouTube videos about this? And I'm like, all right. So that weekend I literally went to Best Buy, got a GoPro and, that's how I started making YouTube videos. Um, okay. post, I, I literally filmed a full day of eating for myself that day um, and documented all of it. And then obviously, like as I saved more money at working at the gym, I bought a camera, like a big boy camera, um, a mic, and I'm like, I'm a full YouTuber now. And so then that's when I would skip class to go take photos and videos and vlog everything about my college experience. And it was fun for me. And so now this is when we're getting more serious. Mm-hmm. In 20... Uh, 2018. Yeah. 2018. Um, March, 2018 is when Christian Guzman had a summer shredding event. Uh, it, it was, it was a event to where it's like, okay, 90 days to see how much progress you can make from your fitness journey. And so I took a progress photo. And then at the end of it, it's like, okay, cool. Like get to this physique level, whatever you can. Right. At the end of it, there was an, a celebration event for anyone who did the challenge and it was at his gym in Houston, Texas. And so I flew down in June. And at the event, I met a man by the name of Zach Rushlow, who on Instagram, it's the flexible dieting lifestyle. If you guys know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met Zach at the event and he and I connected, exchanged pleasantries. And he was like, Hey man, like super cool to meet you. Yeah. I had to like send me a DM and I'll send you a free recipe book of mine. And so he sent me that and I'm like, Oh, cool. And so a couple months went by and he posted on his Instagram story that he was looking for a videographer to go to Los Angeles with him for five days. Right. And that literally in like the next less than a week. And like, I think in like two days I replied and I'm like, Hey man, I would love this opportunity, but I have to preface it. I'm pretty new. I'm not as experienced, but I would still love this opportunity. And mm-hmm. he replied back to me. He's like, okay, cool. Why should I, why should I choose you? There's two other people that are more experienced than you. Why should I choose you? I'm like, fair. I'm like, I'll work harder than both of them combined. And so he's like, all right. He's like, can you find your way to LA in the next two days? So literally that day booked a flight to LA. Um, and I flew out to go film with him for the next five days. Mind you, this was after this was two weeks removed from me getting hip surgery. Um, and so wasn't supposed to be flying, wasn't supposed to be doing anything, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to use this as an excuse. This looks like a great opportunity for me. I can't pass this up. And so I did it. And that turned into working with him full time for the next year, um, which was wow, yeah, really cool. And I did not know this story. I love this. 
Yeah. And so during that time, I met Jordan. Uh, I met Jordan Syatt where he was at a Pencils of Promise event um, in Los Angeles when we flew down. And I met Jordan because I knew him as Gary V's trainer, not as Jordan right. Syatt, right? right. A, a complete difference. And so I'm like, oh my God, like you're Jordan. This is super cool. Uh, like he followed me back and, and kind of we exchanged pleasantries too. And, uh, and that was like super, super cool. And so after that, um, after I was finished with Zach, um, I did like some freelancing on my own for a little bit. Um, and then, cause that was like for a year. And then Jordan put out on his Instagram story that he was looking for a videographer. And so I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, this is another great opportunity. And he's like, um, so I, I replied. Right. And he's like, Hey man, um, like, thank you for applying. Like, I'm going to give this one kid a shot real like first. And if it doesn't work out, I will let you know. It didn't work out at all. Um, I'm sure you can remember Beth. If like, I remember that guy bef- yeah. before me. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so Jordan, I remember he called me December 1st. I was on the Stairmaster at lifetime fitness. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, literally, I, I see the phone and it says Jordan side. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is he calling me for? And <laughs> no, literally, like I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, like the videographer that he got, I'm like, amazing. It's like working out for him. I'm like, what's he yeah. calling me for? He's like, yo, man. I'm like, yo, like, what's up? He's like, he's like, you want to move to New York City? I'm like, yep. He's like, he's like, you, you didn't even let me explain. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yes. He's like, do you want to take a couple of days to think about it? Like you can. And I'm like, no. I'm like, what do I need to think about? I'm like, done. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, and he's like, he, he, I think he was more caught off guard that I was like, so on board with it as opposed to being like, you can take a little bit if you want. And I'm like, no, I want to do this. And so he's like, okay, cool. So then two weeks later, uh, he flew me out for the weekend to film with him and Susan for their inner circle. Um, because they had it, you know, put out an addition and he needed someone to film. So it was also just for us to hang out a little bit too. Um, and so then literally less than three weeks later, I moved my entire life to New York city in a Chinatown apartment with six other people. So it was oh, wow. seven of seven, oh, of wow. us, seven of us, seven <laughs> people total, um, in a Chinatown apartment, which was probably supposed to be like a one bedroom. Um, and so, yeah, worked with Jordan for the next two years, which is really fucking cool. Um, and then I now started my own, my own business. Um, and now I work with other fitness coaches as well. Um, and I have a group like mentorship to where I help coaches like build their audience, like help them, um, understand getting attention and build their platforms and everything. And so that's where we're at today. It's amazing. I, I love this story. And it's because I feel like I've kind of watched you from the beginning of it. Yeah, you have, which is why I'm like, I'm so happy to be like, talking with you about this because it's like like you you've seen me evolve but i've also seen you evolve as well yeah it's crazy i love that like from when you came to he came to my work um where i used to work at hybrid fitness and he filmed there and that's when i actually met him and just seeing you now like speak on stage and stuff it's like oh my god look at you yeah it's super cool it's amazing so cool yeah funny Um, funny how that plays out yeah right super Um, crazy so let's talk about like what do you, what you're doing now and what you're actually teaching other content creators and yeah. coaches like me and Matt, for instance, um, how to do their thing. Yeah. So my, my big thing, like I have a, so I have a free Facebook group, which is where I give a lot of like, um, I, I give a lot of tips just based off of like mindset stuff, right? Cause I'm huge on the mindset, especially when it comes to making content, a lot of people, um, and Beth, I'm sure you can attest to it. Like need to get out of their way, right. With just making content. Um, yeah, I, I think that's one of the reasons why you're so successful, Beth is because you're so good at getting out of your own way, but what you do really well is 
you get, I mean, you do get a lot of people too that like will come at you about stuff and you're just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, but it's like a lot of people, they, they would take that and that would cripple them. Like mm-hmm. they, they, I, I had one girl that I, uh, I worked with too. And she's like, Oh my God, I got like a, a, a negative comment. And like it, like it rattled her like so bad. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I had a preface. I'm like, well, this is what comes with the territory, right? Like if you want to mm-hmm. build like big shit, like you're going to, there's not, everyone's going to agree with you and that's okay. Yeah. Right. But I think for a lot of people, they look at that and they're like, I, I can't handle that. And I'm like, okay, fair. Like rightfully so, but just understand, like, if you really want to build big shit, like that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. And so, um, right now, like what I'm doing with, with a lot of coaches is I have a year long, um, course that I take them through, um, with everything, like all the little ins and outs of platforms with YouTube, uh, Instagram, um, excuse me, TikTok, uh, like, and then building out like an email list on that Facebook, everything with that. Um, so you actually so, have a course. I do. Okay, cool. Um, I'm, I'm slowly building that out. Like there is a, it's in beta right now. Um, mm-hmm. and so like, I just launched it this past weekend. Um, and so for me, like, that's something that I'm super passionate about because I know, I know the model for everything from short form to long form to yeah. feed it back into short form content and like just how to grow with stuff like that. Um, and so for me, it's, it's super fun, especially with a lot of fitness coaches who don't know like how to, how to even start. And so I want to help them get out of their own way, mainly, uh, to be able to reach more people, um, build a larger audience, build a community and ultimately like build a business from that. I love that. And your, your Facebook group is uh, video content made simple, right? Correct. Yep. I, Beth actually invited me to that a month awesome. or two ago when, when we talked about getting you on here. So I've been kind of, okay. I haven't participated much, but I see the stuff that you're posting and I, I, I love it. Um, yeah, man. Thank you. The, tip, the tips yeah. are given and the, the, how you're helping people. Um, Cause you're right. We don't, we were very good with the fitness stuff, but not necessarily social media is, is crazy, right? Like it's so hard yeah. to get the small man, like starting with, 50 followers that are just their friends and family. How the hell do you build a business with that? Right? Like nobody, it's so hard and intimidating. Yeah. Which is why I'm, I'm big, especially like, um, for anyone, like I'm really big on owned media where it's email list, Facebook groups, Mm -hmm. because, and and mind you, even being careful with Facebook, right? Like we don't own these platforms. Like Mm -hmm. we don't own Facebook. We don't own Instagram. We don't own TikTok, none of it. So what we do own is our own traffic of like email lists and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a lot of people struggle with that, especially like all these big influencers, right? When Instagram and Facebook goes down, they have heart attacks and they have anxiety attacks because they're like, Oh my God, what do I do? When's it going to come back? And it's like, well, you shouldn't be at the mercy of these platforms because when they go down, you're fucked. Yep. Right. Or they could just ban you for no reason. We oh, see yeah. that all the time in the fitness, especially on TikTok. We, a lot of our close friends on TikTok have experienced that. Thankfully they've gotten their accounts back and things like that. But if you, you could go from a six figure business to nothing overnight, if you, if you only have that one, that one platform, right. Which is just so crazy to me because as a side note, like there's people that are posting stuff on TikTok that I'm sure Beth, I mean, we can all relate that. Like, I'm like, that's allowed there, but yet yeah. someone could say something else. And it's like, it ruins their whole life. And it's just like, really? It's like, what are we actually prioritizing? You know, yep. their monetization system or wh- however they like, uh, flag or they just, you know, I, I actually, the other day I was on a live and some guy was really like, um, making rude comments. I mean, consistently. And I, I ignored it. I ignored it. I ignored it. Um, and then, you know, I got off, he actually sent me a DM, um, in Instagram saying, uh, that I am reporting you for bullying and harassment. Um, so I had to block him there to block him on another thing. And then, you know, like a week before this though, someone, uh, uh, flagged or something and I got banned from TikTok live for eight days. 
So it's like, it doesn't matter. Like anyone can report. Even if you don't do anything wrong. Yeah. And, and you're done. Like, and it yeah. seems to be happening. The more I noticed, the more uh, followers you get, the bigger audience, the more they come out for you. I have never had so many like suspensions and, and just stupid content violations for absolutely nothing. So then yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not going to create anything for a while because what if, you know, this all gets just gone. And you know, what's sad is like, I bet people will literally go out of their way to try to take mm -hmm. you down where yeah. it's like, it's like they'll create more accounts on the side just to like ban your account or to like to report your account because mm -hmm. they don't agree with something you said completely. And I'm just like, man, like how sorry is your life to be able to right. do that for someone else? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like Gary Vee's motto of like, you can build the biggest building in the city without having to tear everyone else's down by just simply right. building the biggest building, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yep. you have to have a backup account now. Like we all have backup accounts. Um, so we got to start posting on there to make sure that, you know, because it's, it's only a matter of time. I feel like before. That I, I agree. It's, it's, it's sad, but true. Um, yeah. And going back to like somebody that's happy with themselves won't, won't, won't tear you down is what it comes down to. They won't, they won't try to tear you down and bring you down to their level. So it's, that's the way I look at it, but it's unfortunate. I, I absolutely. I agree. And it, it makes me as a creator, um, and I know other creators are echoing this, especially in the TikTok environment right now, breaking into YouTube is high. Uh, like on my radar, it's very important to me in this next year to get started on YouTube, break into YouTube, because um, I think it's safer there than it is on TikTok, I, you know, um, in terms of not getting banned for no reason and things like that. It's, I know the work would be cut out for me. It's going to be a lot harder because there's a bit it's much, much bigger audience and a lot of established players there. But um, I don't know. And plus the longer form content, I really enjoy doing the longer form content actually more than the short form content like on TikTok. So yeah, I, I would 100% agree. And I think from a brand awareness and brand loyalty perspective, um, YouTube is a play. Even podcasts like this is the play, right? Like if mm -hmm. someone spends more time with you on anything, they are more likely to be a fan of yours. They're more likely to be loyal. And then ultimately, ultimately like, I mean, not that, you know, that's ultimately the goal, but like to buy something from you, right. To be um, a loyal fan and a loyal client or loyal customer because they've spent more time with you. And so that's why I'm a big fan of eventually getting people to long form content, because that's where we really build the relationship with people. And even going back to what you said with like YouTube, like YouTube right now, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, when you have, when you upload a video, like there's so many steps you have to go through of like, uh, like, was there any profanity in here? Okay. Oh, there was, was this word said what, like, is it mild profanity? Is it no profanity? Is it severe profanity? And I'm like, I'm like, good Lord. I'm like, uh, I'm like, it, I'm like, we have to go through all these freaking steps. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I, I understand it. I understand why, um, just, but, but also from, from my perspective, I'm just like, we've become so like, so filtered with everything. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, again, I, I go back to, okay, you will, you allow, it's this double standard, right? Like you're allowing this one type of content to be on this platform, right? Like people can be half naked here. That's okay. But yet you can be fully clothed and just speaking your own opinion here. And that's completely wrong about it. You know what I mean? It's just like, again, like where's the priority, you know? Yep. It's crazy. It's like, I could say little girl and I'll get flagged for content violation. But meanwhile, the next video before me is like a 17 year old. A literally um, a little, an actual little girl. girl. An actual yeah. little girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, makes, it makes no sense. Oh my God. Yeah. See that, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, just based off of what you said versus like, no, no, no. There's literally a 15 year old girl dancing, whatever here. And I'm like, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. If anybody ever figures that out, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, try to stay out of that realm. That's why I just, I try to give tips, not for, uh, I'm again, whole yeah. Other realm. yeah. 
Awesome. So with the, with the Facebook group, then, um, how long have you been doing that, that Facebook group? That's been really short. So that's been like the past, like what, like three, three, four months, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. I know I've got a Facebook group as well, where I just offer freebies and I've got like free recipes and workouts and things like that in there. It's just, for me, it's just granted, like you said, we don't necessarily own that, um, that platform, but it, it allows building our community, um, you know, gives us more opportunities for that. And just the day-to-day interaction, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And, and my main goal with like pushing people to my Facebook group is that they automatically get on my email list too from there. So, mm. cause they have to fill out email just to get on there. And I'm just like, I want you on my email list. Like, I don't want you. I mean, I'm grateful that you're following me on Instagram and TikTok and everywhere, but like, I don't want you there. I want you here because a, like that's where you can get my direct attention, but also that's where I can get your direct access because God forbid, like I said, something goes down. Like I have access to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or even if you post something on Instagram, you're at the mercy of the algorithm showing it to them. Right. Exactly. Especially, I, he- I do hear that TikTok's going back, bringing back the chronological order of the feed, which they took away, what, five, six years ago for no reason. But um, I'm excited that they're going to be bringing that back at least. But I, I, I almost, mean? yeah, I, I was really going to say, I'm like, I almost forgot what that even means. Yeah. What, so what is that? <laughs> so r- right now uh, on Instagram, it doesn't matter when you post something, right? So um, if the algorithm de- deems that it's a good post, it'll show it to more people, right? Whereas when, when they did it in chronological order, the feed would show up in a way like if you posted something at 8 a.m., it would be at the top of somebody's feed. So mm. you'd, you'd get the older posts or the newer newer posts up top and then it would work its way down. So. So, so, so it takes in my, in my opinion, I, I hated when they changed when they switched away from that um, because I wasn't seeing a lot of my favorite people's um, posts anymore because it was solely based off of the algorithm, not necessarily who I wanted to see. They should do that for stories then. Like whoever posts the most recent story should just get bumped up to your feed too then. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I mean, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, stories are, I think stories are, how much, how much experience do you have with stories? Are you pretty well-versed in stories? Um, I think like with engagement is what drives that, right? So 100% like, like, like posts and, and polls yeah. and, and, and questions and things like that. The more interaction you get, the more it pushes it to people. Yep. That, that, that's why I'm a big fan of like working in like little polls here and there. Right. Um, of like e- e- even some elementary stuff, right? Like you'll see a lot of people do this where it's like, do you prefer coffee or tea? Do you prefer cats or dogs? It's I just love like, doing those. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I know some people they'll, they'll shit on it. They're like, Oh my God. Like I, I know you're doing this just for engagement. And it's like, yeah, no shit. It's like, because, because all of our stories are getting throttled down. So it's like, we have to kind of like play with the, play with the, the platform to like, you know, work our way back up. Um, and so it's and like, it's I don't fun. know. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand why people would hate that. And it's like, I was like prefacing it of like, okay, let me give like three fun ones. And then three ones of like, okay, cool. Like do you struggle making videos like with Instagram or TikTok more like stuff that like more pertains to audience that I want to build. Um, but it's also like a way of getting more interaction. Um, and, and not even, not only just doing polls, but like the slider bar, right. It's like Mm -hmm. on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you with being on camera? Like one, like not at all, or like slide it, you know, and I like, I like playing with that. Um, or like even throwing up a Q and a box is really, really great too for engagement um you can even play around with like not even just q a's but like make an assumption about me or what's something about me non-fitness related that you know right or like what's my favorite dessert cannolis or like what's my favorite like type of drink espresso right um so it's like it's just fun stuff like that again build more brand loyalty um but also get people engaged and feel like they're a part of your community and that'll usually um, open up dms too you know people people replying directly to you and you can further talk with them then yeah and start a conversation exactly I just, and this may sound a little dumb, but I just realized that Instagram has trends like TikTok, 
which I never got until I, someone pointed it out to me and I was like, Oh shit, they do. Like at one point people were doing the red flag thing yep. posts. Um, oh. So I guess that was a trend, but on it's different because TikTok, you know, the trend It's usually a trending sound and then everyone's yeah. doing it, but it's harder to see that on Instagram. Well, I mean, we even think about back, back to way back when it's like <laughs> infographics were a trend, right? right. Like when, That's when, true. I mean, I, I would say Jordan started it and then Carter Good started and then Carter Good started, did it too. It's like, those are- That's how my account couple- started. It was with yeah. infographics. Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. was a trend. And then even now tweet posts are a trend, right? Mm-hmm. And then I would even say um, like- doing the Gary V style videos, like that's kind of a trend. Um, so it's like, it's, there's always new trends to pay attention for, but I like the distinction you made Beth, where it's like on Instagram, it's, or on TikTok, it's more of a sound, which is even, okay. which is even like being translated over to Instagram now, as it becomes more rolled out with reels, um, which super cool, by the way, you can now reply to comments in reels. Oh my God, like, that, oh, is, that's fucking sh- that is so huge for you, which yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you can crush that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's also, it, it, it's just cool to see like how short form video is really taking the frontier. And I fully believe 2022 and 2023, it's going to fucking dominate the market. Really? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean th- th- think about it. Think about this. YouTube, a long form platform now has YouTube shorts. Right. Yeah. yeah. After what? 17 years. Like, mm-hmm. and TikTok, what has been around for two years. And now you've mm-hmm. adopted a feature that has short form video on your long form platform. That says mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. That says That's a lot. Because people's attention span is about that of a gnat. Right, but but also YouTube. <laughs> right, but but also YouTube understands. YouTube understands because literally last year TikTok surpassed YouTube in watch time. So it's like YouTube understands. Oh shit, wow. we don't have the attention anymore. Wow. We need to get that back. Yeah, that 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 that's a fact that people don't know about. Is like literally mm-hmm. TikTok surpassed YouTube in watch time, and so it's like that's something that I YouTube understands. That. And YouTube's like, oh shit, we need to get those people back. So how can we do that? Well, their eyes and their attentions on short form video. Okay, we need to get them back with that. You know, so it's like, let's adapt this, this feature to our platform, which is why it's still in beta. So they're still trying to roll it out, but it's just, it's still so cool to me to see how like people shit on short form video, but I'm like, no, it's the frontier. Again, I pay attention to what's happening and like, mm-hmm. see where that goes. You know, and Gary V is saying the same thing right now. He just made a video recently about, about, you know, how that market, I, and I agree with tick, with him. I think TikTok is going to be oversaturated here within the next year or so. I think he said oh, two yeah. or three years. My, I'm no expert, but I think within a year, I think it's going to be very hard to get established there. So, yep. I've, you know, I've been telling all my coaching buddies, like, dude, you're shooting yourself in the foot the foot by not being here. Or even yeah. I feel like business. it already is right now, to be honest. Yeah, it's very hard. To... What? Go ahead, Beth. I feel like it already is getting oversaturated right now. I, I, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I'm just seeing a very, like it's slowing down um, views wise. There's a lot of like people getting on there. Um, I think this is my, un, like I, I have no basis for this. I just think right now with the holidays, I think paid promotions are probably just getting pushed a little bit more uh, with more emphasis. Um, I think after the holidays, that's my opinion. I think it'll, I think that'll change again after the holidays. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would fully agree with that. Never hmm. thought of that. Yeah. And what's cool, cool Enrico is I love that. I don't think there's anyone out there doing what you're doing right now. Like, That's true. I have not seen that. I have not seen You're that. literally helping people create content. Like I don't know of any group like that. Um, yeah. Thank you. And, and, and that's why, cool. thank you. And that's why I called my group the way it is because most people, when they think about video content, right? Like, again, this, this is just something that like from just 
market research over the years, like with being around a lot of coaches and a lot of, like I've gotten to work with some pretty fucking cool people. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm so grateful for that. I will never take that for granted. Um, yep. It's just, I, I've, I've seen a lot of those lower level coaches who look up to, you know, people like Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. I, I work with Jason Phillips now too. So like people like him or uh, like Zach, and it's like, Oh my God, I'll never be where they're at. Right. And it's like, they use that as a, it's a justification to not put in the work to even attempt to get there. And I'm like, okay, cool. So like, why, right? Like most of these influencers, most of these people, they like want to be, they want to make YouTube videos and everything, but they're like, oh my God, it's just so daunting. And it's just so like making videos is just so hard. And for me, I'm like, I want to make it simple, right? Much like you guys, how you guys really do, right? Like people, mm-hmm. they look at fitness, like, oh my God, I need to track my calories. I got to go to the gym. I got to do this. It's like, it's so complicated. It's like, no, no, you guys make it simple, right? And that's why it's easy. And for me, I want to make it simple. It's not it's not easy, but I want to make it simple for you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be overcomplicated. I don't want you to be overwhelmed with it. I just want you to yeah. make videos because I know the power of literally one post changing your entire trajectory of your fucking life. Yeah. 100%, 100%. So would you say then like, the biggest barrier, at least for fitness prof- uh, professionals, is just getting started, just doing something. Like literally, like I, because I think for my first few months on TikTok, uh, I had no fucking clue what I was doing, right? And I didn't have any. I had a shit phone. I didn't have a light, you know, lighting or anything. It was just me in my apartment uh, during the pandemic and shooting stupid shitty videos. And they started growing. <laughs> and then, you know, um, once I re- once I started growing and getting interaction, I was like, I should probably invest in, you know, maybe um, some lighting and a better phone and things like that. But you know what, Matt, what most people do? Yes, Beth. Ex- exactly. <laughs> but Matt, what most people do is they will use, oh my God, I only have my phone. Oh my God, I only have this window of lighting to use. I don't have a fancy camera like Rico does. I don't, I don't have, I don't have this nice lens. I don't have, so I, I can't start. And they mm-hmm. use that as a justification to not even attempt, right? When in reality, it's like, no, no, you can make really good content with your phone, literally stand in front of a window, use natural light and just talk, right? But again, so most good. people, most people, they get in their head because they're like, well, it needs to look like that. It needs mm-hmm. to look like this. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It's like, I, I, again, I always like to say this is like, you look at me now, you see the content I make now go back and look at the freaking GoPro video that I made on my, like on my YouTube channel. That's how I started. Right. And then like you, Matt, like you progressed, you bought a camera, you got better lighting. It's like, it's a progression. Most people think they need to be like where, where they should be in five years from now, as opposed to like being where they're at now and being like, okay, cool. Like I have so much room to grow. Right. I know people that have three thousand five thousand dollar camera setups that are just fucking sitting on the shelves collecting dust and i'm like okay cool but you're still making content with your phone so was it really the camera you needed or was it you needing to get out of your own fucking way i love that and we could relay that to our audience you know as well um with just getting started like stop looking for perfection or the perfect workout plan or perfect nutrition plan um you just have to just take action and just start doing things going on a walk and anything right yeah. And, and this is why, like, I love, um, I relate of what a lot, Beth, and I know you can relate to this. Like I'll, I relate a lot of what I like to teach, like to what Jordan teaches, right. Yeah. Where it's like, he does, he does so great in the fitness world with teaching simple stuff like that. And I want to do that for video. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's sort of the same principles. And that's why I'm like, I, I love connecting all of this. Right. It's like, it's the same thing with you guys, how you teach where, okay, maybe we can't get a workout today. Can we get a walk-in? Cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's little stuff like that, that I'm like, okay, cool. We can build on it because I'm a big fan of compounded interest where we do the little things over and over and over again. And it leads to the bigger results that we want. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love that you're a big, um, recently you've been talking a lot about imposter syndrome, right. And the fact that a lot of people don't make, or they make content 
according to what they think other people want to hear, like other coaches, they want to impress other coaches rather yeah. than just saying how they feel. And I've been there. I, I've totally been there, but I've stepped out of that. I think it's almost like a phase that you go through because you're trying to figure out who you are as a creator. Like, um, who the fuck is Beth? Like, what is she about? So you start mimicking other people. And then the, the middle of that, you kind of find out who you are. Yeah, and this is actually something I spoke about uh, last week um, when I had the opportunity to speak on stage, which was super cool. And mm -hmm. I, I said this to the coaches and I said, maybe I'm wrong, but most of the times I'm not. I said, you probably have one person <laughs> in your mind that when you hit post, you're like, I wonder what they're going to think, right? Meaning you want the approval of Jordan saw it. You want the approval of Carter Good. You want the approval of Jason Phillips. You want the approval of XYZ people because you look at them as leaders in the space and you're like, Ooh, I need their approval for me to be a legitimate coach. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you do it for the validation of them. When in reality, they're not going to fucking pay you. These are the people that aren't like, <laughs> right. they're not, they're not the people that need help. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's the Susie's of the world who, who, who has 50 pounds to lose and wants to be there for her three kids in 10 years from now. Right. That's who you need to speak to. It's yeah. those people. But most people, they think, well, I need to speak to other coaches because I need the approval of them. I need to appease them. I have to sound smart to them. When in reality, it's like all this smart talk. It's not helping anyone. Right. It's not helping you no. at all either, because what, no. what it's doing to you is it's putting you in a hole and you're just comparing yourself more and more and more. And thus you're not helping anyone. And you're making more like you're making simple things more complicated, like complicated mm -hmm. and complex. And you're getting further and further away from who you actually need to help. And we're seeing that right now in, in nutrition talk, we'll call it. There's a lot of drama in nutrition, fitness, TikTok right now. And it's just just what you said, like it's being overcomplicated. We're, we're taking something so simple and just trying to sound smarter about it or, or get our point across you know, more clearly than somebody else's. And then what, what happens then is then we've got our our audience or our followers or our clients getting fucking confused to all hell because they're like, well, this person's saying this and this person's saying this. I like both of you. I follow both of you. Who do I trust? Who do I believe? And really, if we just kept it at its, I like save the complicated stuff for private conversations between you coaches or um, save that stuff for like paid clients where they get individual customized attention to detail like that, right? Like we should be keeping our advice very generalized. Yeah. And I, and I fully agree. That's why it's like, um, for me, I'm, I, I would, I would rather explain the basics of making content, right. To where it's like, okay, cool. Like let's just focus on this right now. Oh, cool. Like, and then you, you want to get a better lens and whatever. Cool. Then I'll nerd out with you as to why, because I know what you're looking for, but I want to explain it to you on a deeper level. So you understand the why behind it, right. There's a why behind everything. But like what you said, Matt, I love that where, when it's with other coaches, it's like, keep that stuff internal, keep the, the new research internal, like, like all, all the, all the new research on, well, actually white potatoes are better than sweet potatoes. And here's why it's like, it's like, no one gives a fuck, right? Like yeah. your, your everyday client, they don't care. They're just like, I'm in this pain right now of being overweight. I need to be like, I, I need to lose this weight. Like speak to that. Right. But most mm -hmm. people that they, they focus on, well, here's why you need to eat broccoli instead of fucking spinach. It's like, no, they don't care. It's like, no, yeah. here's why you need to go on a walk because it's going to help you live 10 years longer. Right. It's like, oh shit. Like that's, that's what you need to speak to. Yeah. Now we don't care about the difference in vitamin K and in, in one food or another, right? It, it's right. Like definition I of complicating shit. I, I, I don't no. like even even like like more sciencey people. Um, I look at that like even for me, I'm just like I'm like cool. I'm like I don't care. 
Like, it's I don't just, care. I, Me I, either. I, I don't, don't either. As a you, you know what I mean? Anyway. No. Like, I, I get more enjoyment out of seeing Beth being like, like uh, calling out someone based off their username. Like, oh, yeah. At user at da da da. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, I love you. Yeah. I love you. That. Beth, Beth has I... got some amazing clapback videos. I love them. Oh, yeah. I Because, you know, that took a long time to get to that point. But now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, the filter's off. The filter's uh, off. You know, I'm, I'm done. Good. Not pandering, not pandering to other people's expectations of you, right? Nope. nope. Yeah, I'm that. not there for that. That was, you know, I'm there to help people. And then in the meantime, those comments make it fun for me because then I can be my, you know, be my sassy self. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. If we don't enjoy what we're doing, then we're gonna get burnt out. And yeah, it's fun. As, like like how you almost went down the wrong path, right? And yeah. when you started school, you yeah. weren't enjoying what you were doing, and that's what we teach our clients is. You need to enjoy what you do when it comes to movement, when it comes to nutrition. If you don't like the food that you're eating, you're not going to fucking stick with it. If, if you're doing burpees because you think that's what you're supposed to be doing now, rather, you know, rather than what you enjoy, you're going to, you're going to not enjoy it. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to burn out. And, and, and guess what? Same thing with, with content, right? It's like, well, I feel like I need to be on TikTok. It's like, but do you like podcasting better? If you like podcasting better than do that again, I care more about much like how you guys preach, right? It's like, well, I feel like I should be doing keto because Susie from accounting is doing it, but I want to try this, this, this flexible dieting approach because for me, that seems, that seems better, right? It's like, well, I feel like I should be doing keto. It's like, okay, well, what's going to allow you to be more sustainable, Susie? It's like, well, probably this one. Cool. So do you think we should do that? Amazing. It's the same thing with like content. It's like, well, I feel like I should be doing TikTok, but I'm just getting burned out from it. I'm not enjoying it. But podcasting, I do that every single day. Amazing. So what do you think is more sustainable? Same thing with content. I care more about your adherence and your level of consistency and sustainability as opposed to like what you feel like you should be doing as opposed to what you actually can do. The making is of a good coach right there. Honestly, yeah. that's yeah. I love that. So like if we, if we were to break it down in terms of content creation or video, videography, uh, videography, yeah. what are some basics that people should really be kind of trying to build upon for, to get started or to improve their skill set? Oh man. Um, I would say from a filming perspective, I love this one. Um, start with short form content because okay. short form content for most people is a, is a great way to get some good wins. Um, and what I mean by that is you're able to put more content out at scale, able to get more reps in. And for you, you can pick up on, okay, cool. Like what works, what doesn't work. Um, and like, you can get better with filming yourself on camera as opposed to YouTube, right? Most people, when they start with YouTube, they do one video and they're like, oh. Like, fuck, I just filmed that and I edited it. And like, that took yeah. me 80 hours, right? Mm-hmm. I like TikTok and Instagram reels mainly because I'm like, I want you to get the reps in. I want you to practice filming yourself on camera, get more comfortable with that. Because most people, like I said, they get very, very in their own way with it. Even hearing themselves on video, it's like, ew, I don't like that. Or I was like, I don't, I don't even want to see myself. So for me, cool. If you're nervous to even start posting on like posting content at all, like for video, like film in your bathroom by yourself, don't post it like, Mm -hmm. but play it over and over again, get uncomfortable with hearing yourself and be like, you know what? Like I'm, I'm making content for the person that actually needs my fucking help the most. Right. Most people, they make it like we talked about for other people that aren't even going to care, but it's like, make that piece of content for that person who really needs your help. Speak to your best friend. Don't post it, but like, just, just practice like filming in front of a camera, filming in front of a mirror, seeing yourself, hearing yourself. That's the one thing is when people hear themselves like, Ooh, I don't like it. And they delete it. No, no, no. Get uncomfortable with hearing yourself and being like, you know what? Like, I know what I'm talking about. This is good information. But like, if it's not the best, cool, I can refine it. But like, at least I'm starting and then we can get to posting it. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. 
again, it's just, I'm, I, I'm, I'm always going to be a big proponent of you're just one post away from a completely different life. And mm-hmm. if more people can understand that, if more people can, um, wrap their head around that, like for me, even it's just like, when I, when I replied to Zach's DM way back when it's like, what if I never did that? What if I never, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Right. It's like, like uh, we have to, t- we, we, we have to take these uncomfortable steps to yep. get to where we want to be. And it's like, we may not know where that is, but at least we're starting to put our foot in the right direction of what we actually want. Right. And so if you want to build a large audience, if you want to build a big uh, platform, it's like, you have to start doing the things on that platform that you may not want to do. It's like, you want to build a big TikTok, Cool. So you're going to have to be on video. And it's like my number one tip for people right now, especially when it comes to video creation is be on camera and speak on camera. I mean, my, mind you, there isn't anything wrong with doing the dances and pointing to shit, whatever, but That's like how I started on TikTok, it was right, doing but, the pointing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but speak. Like speak yeah. to someone, Beth. That's why you do a great job with it, uh, Matt. I'm gonna need a consumer of your content. Um, but Beth, <laughs> yeah, like, Matt, Matt is fucking good. You should. You gotta watch his stuff. Seriously. Done. Oh, thank I you. Will, I will yeah. do that. Uh, but Beth, that's why like people relate to you. That's why like pe- that's why you have the w- w- what's the shirt that you have? Like eat the fucking donut or whatever it is. Eat the, eat the fucking fruit. Yeah, eat, eat the, the fucking, fucking fruit. fruit. But it's like you say that, right? It's like you. It's like yeah. I read that shirt and I can hear you saying that. And it's like and it's like so so then that way whenever whenever I wear that shirt. I, I see it and I'm like that immediately my mind goes to how you would say it on video. And it's like, again, that's how you build the relationship. That's how you build like, you know, brand loyalty with people. That's amazing. I love that. And I, I go back to, uh, you know, Instagram stories has the archive function going back to like 2018 when I first started my fitness account on there, looking at some of my early stories, like I was a completely different person, right? I didn't have the charisma. I didn't like, and I think that for me, it just it helps me to appreciate how far I've come, but also yeah. to echo what you say, like, you just have to do it. Like just, yeah. I, you'll, you'll get more comfortable by doing it. And I love that you kept saying be uncomfortable because that's something that I, I am a big advocate for is just get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Like it's okay. That's when growth happens. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's one quote that I like to say is like, um, it's, if you really want to supercharge growth, throw yourself into a completely unknown territory. And it's like, that's the exact same thing is like, if you really want to learn a lot about yourself, throw yourself in a situation that you know nothing about, but figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, you'll, fi- you'll figure out how to get it done. You'll find a way. Amen. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have any other things to build on, on that? Or is that kind of just, is that really just the take home message there is that we just need to start there? You need to start there and you need to be a fucking shark. So yeah. Be a fucking shark. Yes. So how, where does that come from? Great, great question. So it was um, summer of 2019. I was sitting, um, uh, sitting just, I think it was just editing. Um, and Tyler Babin is his name. He used to be a videographer for Gary V and he posted a video on his Instagram feed that was literally just sharks swimming around. And he, he, he did a voiceover with it and it was super cool. Uh, but in the caption, it talked about like how sharks don't care about it's Monday. You know, you know, that, that cliche quote where it's like sharks don't care that it's Monday. They're just being a fucking shark. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yada, yada. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And, and I'm like, huh. I'm like, be a fucking shark. I'm like, I like that. And so, yeah. That's been my motto ever since, literally ever since that video. And I did more research because I've always, I've always been intrigued by YouTube videos of when like sharks, they're breaching out of the water and they're like, you know, attacking other animals. And, um, I, I just think it's cool. Um, but one thing that I learned is that sharks physically can't swim backwards or they die. And it's like, because the water will get in their gills and they'll drown themselves. So Ah. I, 
like be a fucking shark as a model because it's just always a model to keep something forward in life, right? Yeah. Um, if you want to go backwards, you have to fully turn around, but you're still in a forward motion, right? That's why I say be a fucking shark because you can't swim backwards. You can only swim forward. And even if you are going backwards, you're still in a forward motion because you're just going to keep swimming forward. I love that. The past is the past. Leave it behind you. Just keep moving forward. That's amazing. That's a really good message. That's a, that's a beautiful message, honestly. I know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I still gotta get, I still, uh, my goal is to get a half sleeve tattoo on, on this arm, uh, okay. like a shark mural type thing. Um, it's, it's a big time investment. So I don't know, like, cause it's mm-hmm. like, I'd have to go in for like three, six hour sh- sessions on it. And I'm just like, okay. I'm like, that's a lot. So right. Three, yeah. six hour sessions. Yes. Holy that's, shit, yeah. that's a lot of time under the ink right there. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. You At need, one time you need, too. You need to hours. do that though, Enrico. Oh, Get I know. Oh, I, I know. And, and I'm excited. Be a fucking because... and do it. Amen. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Quit, quit dicking around. <laughs> I know. I got, and I got to be a fucking shark and just eat the fucking fruit. Exactly. <laughs> Stop fucking around. You know what you need to do. That's funny. Oh, that, that actually be a funny shirt collab. Be a fucking shark and eat the fucking fruit. <laughs> there you go you're speaking into existence yeah amen that'd be exactly. so funny i would love that which beth recently launched her merch and i'm excited to get my I merch did, I, got, yeah. I ordered uh eat the fucking fruit and um oh, I, think yeah, we can do, nice. I think we can do hard things i ordered one of those as well yeah. so i'm looking forward to those coming in i love that that's Sweet. awesome enrico do you have be a fucking shark merch yet um i have some but i need to make more that's it or i just need to like put it live on what did yeah. you use for it teespring okay teespring. easy done all right yeah. so, so thanks, convenient thanks to Matt. it's so fucking easy now hunter grindle is using teespring you can make your own designs in there they fucking deliver it everything you i just mean promote you it. To, they you handle everything else yeah yeah sounds like yeah. a nice free promo for teespring okay got it <laughs> damn it <laughs> oh damn cool. it yeah yeah that's cool. Sweet. Okay. Good to know. Like, see, that's, that's another thing. I overthink about that where I'm like, well, hang on. There's, there's bonfire, which is a great website. There's Teespring. There's something else. And I'm like, Oh, what do I want? Which one do I use? I'm just going to, honestly, I'm just going to put it on one and be like here, you know, Yeah. yeah. because I, yeah. I, I get in my own head about it. I'm like, well, what about this? What about that? I'm like, I want no overhead with this. So I, yeah, yeah. I don't want it taking my time away from me. Like no. I, we, no. we need to choose what we put our time and energy into very carefully. So that's part of the big reason why I haven't gotten into YouTube yet just because I like maybe then maybe I just need to do it like you're like you're saying but like I, for me it's just a big time commitment um and so I'll, I'll, I, don't, I'll, I don't want to edit the videos and, and things like that you know so I'll say this literally before every YouTube video Jordan and I would do we would spend two to three hours just researching titles so it's like so it's like if you really I I, I wish um we could document our behind the scenes of like even just us like researching videos, um, mm-hmm. on like SEO titles and, um, yeah. key, key words. And like, even, even, oh my, like we, we would spend hours on all this stuff. Like we, we have a running list and I think I still have it in my Google docs of like 10 to 20 videos of like, just that crushed from an SEO perspective that we wanted to do. Um, and it's just, it, it there was so much time that went into it because again, like YouTube is such a, it, it's, it's a long game. Like I look yeah. at YouTube as like a long game because it's, it's a, it's a second highest search engine in the world to Google. Yeah. And so, you want to be able to optimize content enough to where it's going to last forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of long-term, like this isn't that long form content, but TikTok is actually going to be rolling out 10 minute videos at some point as well. Wow. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, So that's that's their answer. I definitely probably won't be doing that. 
to, to YouTube, I think, trying to come for their market shares. I think they're trying to push back against that now. So See, which of course they're starting to do stories at some point too. TikTok is, which I'm not, I'm like, I already spent enough time on, on Instagram stories. I don't know if I want to do them in two places, essentially. Yeah. I don't know. How I feel about that. Like even Facebook, like I'll watch a short video on Facebook and maybe I'll watch a long video on Facebook, but like YouTube, I know I'm just in it for long videos, like yeah. Instagram, like quick posts, like, you know, long, mm -hmm. like short form videos. I don't even really watch IGTVs. Um, nope. and even TikTok, I'm just like, Nope, short videos. Like I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I, and maybe I'm, I could be wrong, but like, I just, I think platforms should stick to what works for them. Like TikTok, like clearly they have the attention with the short form video. So it's like, keep that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's interesting. I, I don't, especially, I don't know if I, especially with TikTok, I feel like they're really trying to keep everybody on their app. Right. And that I mean, everybody wants to keep people on their apps, but what they're, what they're starting to do is they're starting to discourage people from going to other apps too. Like literally as a, us, as creators, we can't tell people to click the link in our bio that's automatically censored. Like if we, if really? we comment that on our yeah. own posts, Mm -hmm. Your 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 comment will not show up to people because they don't mm -hmm. want. Even though they give you the app the the ability to put your website in your bio, if you tell people to click on that, they they won't allow that. So you have mm -hmm. to do the stupid fucking spelling of bio and and link and 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 not for me. I'm not going to do that because I feel like I'm spamming people. Like I'm like I just feel spammy when I'm spelling words with with numbers and things like that. You know, so I'm not going to do it. Sorry, oh but I'm not. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So wow. All right. TikTok is, I, they, I'm no, I'm no expert. I'm no marketing expert. I just feel like they've been making a lot of questionable moves and I think they're mm -hmm. feeling the pressure from, from the likes of YouTube and Instagram coming for them. So, yeah, but you gotta be careful because you're going to alienate your audience, right? Where yeah, it's like, 100%. If, if you're making 10 minute videos, it's like, okay, maybe someone watches 30 seconds of it, but they're like, oh, I don't want to be on this app anymore. As opposed to watching shorter form videos and it keeps them hooked on the app. Like that's why I stay on the app because I'm like, I go down a rabbit hole of like, I like this video. And then, Oh, they tag this creator. What does this creator do? Oh, they do yeah. this stuff. Oh, let me watch their yeah. stuff. It's like, that's how I go down a rabbit hole. But it's like, if I just watch one 10 minute video on TikTok, I'm just like, all right, I'm done. You know? Yeah. Because it takes, yeah. Because even, even the three minute videos that some people have access to are, um, I don't watch a lot of them. Like some, sometimes I'll watch when I'm like, wow, was that really three minutes? It felt longer, but I don't even, yeah. I don't, I don't like to make videos longer than a minute on TikTok either for the, fact that they just don't perform well either on that platform. So. Sometimes I watch a long form, like, like a three minute video on TikTok. If it's like, Ooh, it's like, this, it's like talking about like this crime investigation that was, I'm like, Oh, then they link this to that. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then like this to that. And then this, I'm like, uh -huh. like I'm watching, watching. It's you like, gotta okay, be a really good storyteller. I think ex Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. the key. That's the number one key yeah. to keeping people hooked is you have to tell a good story. Yeah. Um, and it's, that's everything. Storytelling mm -hmm. is everything. For sure. For sure. Awesome, man. Dude, this has been great. Um, yes, I know. For, for anybody that's that's listening, like especially in the fitness realm that's struggling with video content and is looking to, to for some help from your free group or whatever, how can people find you? Yeah. So um, I don't know like what you'll is it will it be in show notes for you guys. Yep. yep. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so so my main thing is you can join my free Facebook group. Um, it's just it's called Video Content Made Simple. Um, you can connect with me on Instagram, Rico.incarnati. Send me a DM. Um, say, hey, I listen to this 93% Italian espresso loving prick. Um, and uh, it was cool. Um, or you can follow me on TikTok, too. It's Rico Incarnati. Um, I also have a podcast called the Be a Shark Podcast. And nice. uh, where, where I actually interview other coaches on there as well to talk about their content. Um, okay. And so it's 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 fun. So thank you. Awesome, dude. Yeah, thanks again for coming on, man. I thank you really, so much. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Woohoo! Be a fucking shark, Enrico. And I plan on seeing that um, 
new tattoo on you within the next six months. Oh, you're giving me six months. <laughs> damn. Okay. Damn. Well, Beth, Beth is like, all right, so June 15th, I better see that tattoo. Got it. Okay. Understood. Stop talking about it. It's time. I know. I've been, it. I've been talking about it for a year. I know. I know. I know. Six months is reasonable then. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. That's fine. Yeah, you got yeah. this. Awesome. All right, cool. man. Thanks again. Uh, it's been great chatting with you, Enrico. We love you. Yeah, thank you. Love you guys. All right. Okay, see you. Bye. See ya. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me along with a text saying, oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes.